everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is October 4th, 2022. Dave, when's the last time you felt like a complete fucking idiot? <laughs> Every day. Today. <laughs> Want me to tell you the one today? Yeah, let me hear it today. It'll help me feel better. Okay, I wish Tony Gwynn Jr. a happy birthday. That was nice. And I took a pic. The picture I used, I went to Google Images. Okay. And I, of course, I put one in a Dodger uniform. Oh, but you it, rat fink. But I screenshotted the picture. Oh, yeah. And then I put out, then everybody ripped me for it, for not just holding my finger down on the photo yeah. and then taking the other stuff out. <laughs> I did see that. And my kid yelled at me first. Josh did. But then yeah. I noticed everyone else did the same thing. I'm like, what the fuck do you care? Like, why yeah. is everyone else giving me shit? Erica, all those people. Oh, I'll get to her in a yeah. second. Somehow, Erica was here for like two hours, yet I think our relationship is worse today than it was two days ago. I, I have something. It, it'll absolutely be worse in about 10 minutes. Okay. Um, but okay, so then you post the picture. Yeah, I post a picture of Tony and then everyone ripped me. But I got to tell you, my favorite part of the day was when I sent the picture to Tony and I heard him say on the radio when he was talking to Ello, he goes, I'll get to the people that wish me happy birthday. It'll be one big thank you, you know, thing. A lot of people were great in the city. He was very nice. But then he wrote on mine, I knew when I woke up this morning, <laughs> this was the picture you're going to use. And, uh, and I laughed, you know, it made me laugh. But dude, we've known him forever. He's 40 now. Uh, how crazy is no he's 40 we knew him when he was a little he, kid he was so good the other day like he's really developed into a talent we knew yep. it we tried to tell the morons at 1360 yep. they didn't want to hear because we'd be there and he'd be coming in at night doing dodger talk he was he was doing dodger talk that's right yep he was doing dodger talk and coming in and hanging out and um we were doing we were doing afternoons Somehow, somehow it was there at night. Or, or no, maybe he, I, he, in the morning, he came in in the morning a few times oh, and hung right. out with us. But I would just come by to see him. Yeah. Uh, or go by to see him. And and you just knew it, right? He he was like anything Dodgers. That was like his minor leagues. Yeah. He went and got his cuts in doing Dodger talk with Davis Say. Yep. And he'd watch the games from down here. He'd do it from iHeart. But I think you knew. That eventually he and he, I think he was the first hire at the fan, and you they yeah. groomed him uh, to be where he is now. And I say it a lot, man. I I listen to he and Agler a lot. I am such a fan of those guys. They do such a good job. But um, yeah, it was really cool. So, well, I've got one about a kid making me feel like an idiot. Yeah, um, guy at work. It was perfect. So I'm with T-Mobile. And the other day I had to go and get T-Mobile SIM card and get changed from, I'd been with Sprint, they merged over, right? So the guy at the store is like, hey, everything's fine. Like, you're on the T-Mobile plan now, Magenta Max, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, all right, but it was kind of cool. I mean, they yeah. give you Apple TV and Netflix, everything for free, Paramount Plus, so it's yeah. cool. Next day I get up, oh, my phone's not working. Get oh, this shit. fucking guy. What the hell's going on? Holy shit. Yeah. So overmatched in his job. I get to work. I'm bitching about it. They're like, dude, restart your phone. What? <laughs> just restart your phone, stupid. <coughs> You're on T-Mobile now. It didn't just automatically turn up. Restart my phone. And everything works. Yeah. Oh, boy, that's good. Not as dumb as screenshotting it. Uh, just, you know, screenshotting a picture, putting it up on Twitter. But Thanks. But this I one, did it on Saturday. I did something dumb on Saturday, too. I do it all the time. All right, let me hear that one before I tell you this one. Because this okay. one from last night, uh, this one from last night made me laugh, Dave. This was so stupid, and it, it's so dumb. Yeah. 
But let me hear yours about Saturday. It's so ridiculous. We go to this wedding in uh, Fallbrook, okay? Okay. And so I said, look, I can pile seven people inside this truck. It's the nice. bed of the truck, or not the bed of the truck, the cab of the truck is big. I can put seven in comfortably. And yeah. we all compile into this truck, and we're ready to go home, and we're driving, and I look down, and we're on the 15, mm-hmm. and there's a yellow light on. And anytime you see a yellow light, you yeah, freak out, especially a guy like me who can't fix that shit. I don't right. know anything about cars. Can't fix the sandwich. I, know I, that I couldn't. Can you fix anything in a car? Fuck no. Fuck no. So, so you, I got Junior at uh, a AAA Auto and Transmission right there yeah. on uh, uh, about 71st in University. Yeah, but Most, he's not in Fallbrook. He's not in Fallbrook. On a, about 11 o'clock at night on a Saturday. Oh, boy. Okay. And so the yellow light's on. I'm like, I got seven people in my fucking car. And, I, and right now there's a yellow light popped up. Josh, one of them? And so <laughs> Josh is one of them. And so I'm looking at it, and I, fuck, I can't see for shit. I'm like, it says tow something. I'm like, tow haul. And I can't figure out what the fuck's going on. And finally, yeah. I just said, I'm going to let everybody know we got car problems. And I was like, hey. There's a yellow light on in the car. It says uh, tow haul. I don't know what that means. Am I leaking some kind of fluid? You know, I have no idea. My wife fucking just reaches over, touches a button. Fucking, uh, when they got in the goddamn car, whoever was in the front hit the button in the front that showed I was towing like a boat. Oh, Jesus. All it was one button. We were fine. But I'm sitting there making a big deal. <laughs> hey, I think we're going to have to find a hotel for the night. Like, I'm completely, that was it. That simple. Touching the fucking button. I Idiot. Know. In front of everybody. I think I'm right there with you. <laughs> so, so last night, uh, really nice guys that we are. We don't even promote on Sunday night that we're going to be on Laura Kane after dark. Uh, we love Laura Kane around here and Eric, and they invited us on to the show. Dave, yeah. as you look back at the 24 hours later, what would you say? I had a great time. So did I. I always liked seeing Laura, and then Eric's fantastic. I had a great time. I love those two. I was so uh, not looking forward to it. Not because of the show, but because I was worried about parking. But Yeah, you crying about that. I was. I was like, week. ah, fuck, I'm not going to find parking. Well, and then goddamn Laura Kane, because she's perfect for this show, <laughs> with a brand new huge rack. <laughs> Gorgeous. Hey, she, yeah, she <laughs> tells me, she tells me, hey, Go ahead and park in my spot. When you get down here, it's a spot on the left. So I was so excited because I was going to take that spot. And I really hope Dave, I tweeted about yeah, it. Yeah, you did. I said, Dave's going to have to park in Mission Hills. So I get down there and there's a goddamn Jeep in the parking spot. So they have a kid who produces their show. So I told you, I go, oh, it's probably the producer. It's Dingy Kane. <laughs> hey, didn't I tell you to park in my spot? I go, Yeah. Oh, I forgot I parked there. That's why I love her. She's the I go, Laura, you were perfect for our stupid show. That's you exactly reach, what we would do. Did you reach out to her today and tell her you, uh, check Absolutely. on that you check on that dog? You're the worst fucking human being of all time. I did not. Jeff's late. Fucking the show starts. Yeah, I, but I didn't have to be there till seven thirty. I got there at seven ten. I was fine. Jeff walks in still late. All right. Yeah. Jesus. You should have walked you knew they started at seven. You should have walked in and before seven. I know. You walk in, they're live. They're doing yeah, a live she fucking great, show. Huh? Of course she, she always has. Yeah. Fucking the dog's going ape Elvis. shit. Elvis. Yeah. Dog's going ape shit, ruining the broadcast. Ruining the show. So Jeff reaches over and finds a big bag of treats. The yep. dog's and he's the, a little like, size of my palm. Is he like a Pomeranian? <laughs> little know. pug face. Cute little guy. You gave the dog like twenty treats. Might have been thirty. Yeah, like, I just tried to buy him off. I'm like, dude. Two, two a day. It'd That's be like all you're supposed to a give li- a dog. First time you've been around a dog. 
Be like giving a kid 30 sticks of cotton candy to try to calm him down. <laughs> That's exactly what you did. I put Elvis. Like, that girl did not sleep one bit because that dog had a shit all night because of you. I think she didn't sleep one bit because she was just realizing, man, that was a good show. <laughs> all right. So it's a serious subject, but it's so goddamn dumb that I've laughed about this all day. So tomorrow is my friend Erica Lee's birthday. Yeah. And ironically, it's our little friend Erica's birthday, too. Is that our little friend? <laughs> oh, I'll get to this goofball in a second. Greatest story from her. Ever. Okay. What a pain in the ass she is. She was perfect for this stupid show, too. So, uh, Dave, I'll start with a serious thing. When, when you get close to either Jake's birthday, you talked about Father's Day last night on Laura's show, which I thought was great. Or the anniversary of his passing, October 30th. In the days leading up to it, do you ever deal with insomnia? Oh, yeah. You get it, right? Now, you might get it a lot. A lot. From September to the end of the year, things are really bad. Okay. For me, for the last two years, when I would get to, like, last night, like the third or the fourth, man, it felt like I was going to be up until five in the morning. At two different times, I was up until about 4.30. For the third and the fourth. We finished Laura's show last night, and I head out, and I'm like, okay, here it goes again. You can feel it, right? People that yeah. people are out there that deal with insomnia or anxiety, you just know when you have it. Now, in years past, maybe you try to deal with it, and you deal with it by yourself. But I really did, in the moment, think, I'm going to keep mental notes of what's going on. And share it on the show, and hopefully it's beneficial, and we'll talk to people that are walking this walk with me, and we'll get through it together. Gets to be about 9, 30, 10 o'clock, and Laura's show was great, high energy. And a lot of time when you have those, uh, you come down, you fall asleep really quick, and, man, I am wired tight, and I'm like, this is going to be one of those nights. It's going to be a 4.30 in the morning night. I happened to get a text message from our friend, uh, Padre Fangirl. Oh, cool. Lord. She goes, hey, I'm just thinking, I know what's coming up. I'm checking in on you. How's it going? Very nice. Very nice, right? I mean, these two are so cool. Ton like, of compliments from those two, by the way. I loved that show. Yeah, so I, did everybody else. And, and Everyone was amazed by their baseball expertise. And just how likable. I, I, I know you and I had talked about doing that show for a long time, and I think you would agree. Uh, we're really happy with it. But I had said to her, I go, it's weird. This time of year, you kind of get through. I get insomnia. Amazing. As a friend, she's just there. Now, Dave, uh, you know, Anthony Bourdain, who I loved, right? He would do these things where you would end up at like a, a rat hole bar and you sit at the end and you're drinking Labatt's and, right, you smoke. and Yeah. Well, that's not what I'm doing. <laughs> But as I'm trying to deal with this insomnia last night, and it's probably 10.45 going on 11 o'clock, and I'm like, I need some place to go. There's a 24-hour subway on University Avenue at the 805. And not the best part of San Diego. Yeah, no shit. And I'm telling Laura. You drove all the way back that way? You were in that neighborhood kind of before. Yeah, Okay. So, because there's not really anywhere to go, yeah. but the thing is about being there, 
What I like about being in that place, I've done it before when you go late after 11.15, is I act like I'm looking at my Dude, if phone. if I'm not mistaken, they have bulletproof glass on that no, place. No, not anymore. They used to. It's exactly that place. <laughs> That's ex- exactly yes. It it's ex- they used to yeah. be behind. Not anymore. And I'm talking to the guy, and he's saying, I go, man, what's it like being overnights here? He goes, it's wild. He goes, kids come in. I'm going to work overnight. I'm going to make all kinds of extra money. They last about three nights with the fucking psychos coming through this door. I said, great. I get a sandwich. I go in the corner, and I'm just kind of looking at my phone. I'm texting Laura because she's great. And I'm listening to the orders that come in, right? And Dude, I can't believe you're sitting there eating. Yeah. Like, I would have got my food into the car as fast as I could. I I just, Dave, it was just kind of one of those nights where you're just, you know what I'm saying, because you deal with it when you deal with the insomnia. Dude, you reminded me right now, before you finish the story, Uh that scene in Boogie Nights, where that guy's just sitting there in the donut shop, and here comes the guy coming to rob the place, and you're going to pull out the gun out of your jacket. (laughs) That'd be great. I'm going to fucking take care of business. Yeah. you end up getting shot. I would have, because I didn't have a gun. <laughs> so I'm watching, and it's the, the girls in the halter top that don't fit right. Yeah. It's, it's families coming in. It's 11 really? o'clock at night. Yeah, it's Fuck weird. Fuck coming back from. Yeah. And, and it's a Monday night. Yeah. And like I said, I'm looking at my phone. Uh, I'm texting. But I'm listening to these orders. And always thinking in my head, like, would I ever order that? Like, it's tuna with cheddar and mustard. You're like, Who, what? And like you, you, you want to blurt out of all the things on the wall. That's what you're getting. And uh, so I should have, I should have kept it. It was so goddamn funny. So, fangirl says, "Hey, I'm really sorry for what you're going through." And I go, "No, it's okay. Like, there's a lot of people that are on this with us. We've talked about it. I'm in. It's yeah. fine." I go, "My goal is." I'll probably crash out at like 4.30, and uh, I'll be good. Good to go in an hour to go back to work. Yeah, get up. That's kind of what it <laughs> Sounds happened. Sounds like a great day. That's what happened last year. Yeah, I was sucks. up to like 4.30. <sighs> so now, like your statement about Boogie Nights, the mood kind of starts to change in Subway. I'm only 10 minutes from home. Yeah. So I go home. Laura's cool, telling me a couple of things like that she's experienced, and... uh I wrote, again, she's like, very nice. Hey, I'm sorry you're fighting this. And I really wasn't in a bad place. Like, I was like, okay, this is going to be cool, and I'm going to tell this story for the air. And she was telling me, like, baseball, a really cool story about her father. And I said, oh, man, that's great. You know, tell your dad we said hi. Out cold. That's it. Like, somebody fucking hit me with a blow dart. Next thing I know, it's 7 a.m., I'm in the exact same position where I just was. I didn't have one ounce of insomnia. It was the biggest <laughs> Your bullshit. phone battery's dead because you didn't plug it in. I just, hey, I woke up. I'm like, what the hell? What the hell? I look at my phone like the last text was sent at like 11.45. It's like seven. I had like seven hours sleep, dude. It could not. I'm the biggest fraud. And I'm like, oh, no. Because I've got a friend who's worried about how I'm doing. Hey, you gonna be okay? Yeah, I tell you, you know, I'm just fucking. I was fucking out. I, I, I slept. 
faster than I did when they put me under for surgery. I was the biggest liar. Biggest fake. That's good. I'm glad you didn't have insomnia. Dave, I never in my life have laughed as much as I did on the drive to work because yeah. I knew at some point she was going to check in and yeah. be like, how would it go? How'd it go? Seven hours and 15 minutes sleep. Pretty good. I told her. I got the biggest fucking liar. The stolen valor. People <laughs> stolen find depression, valor. insomnia. I'm fine. I didn't even move. Looked like somebody shot me and just laid me down on the bed. I lit, No blanket had moved. Pillow hadn't moved. Absolutely fine. Oh, my God. Biggest fucking fake in San Diego. Now, so, hey, for any of you dealing with it, fuck, I don't know what to tell you. I slept like a kid. I woke up, I was like, what the hell? Dude. Uh, what? I didn't remember. Hey, tell your dad. I, dude, I thought I was going to watch, like, all of the captains. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm going to be up for six hours. Yeah. I might, I, I could watch every episode yeah. of The Captain. Now I'll probably watch that on so. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, it's so funny. Such a liar. Dude, my, uh, for the last four days, I had my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law here in it's town. Your sister, not your I'm sister-in-law. My sister. <laughs> my brother-in-law and my sister. Yeah, you're related town. to her. Oh, yeah. And uh, my brother-in-law always, when he comes to California, you know, weed's legal. So oh, he's yeah. always going, where's a weed shop? I go, dude, I don't know. I don't go. You mm. got to look it up. They're all over the fucking place. Should have called me. There's 50 of them by the condo. <laughs> well, he drove and he got some stuff. And he said... The problem is, man, whenever I do this stuff, man, I, he goes, it keeps me up all night. I'm wide awake. I go, really? I go, most people fall asleep. So he goes, he makes his run on Sunday, Sunday, whatever it was, during yeah, the football game. So. And he, um, whatever it does, like, to me, it's a shitload. You know, doing edibles. Edible? Yeah. yeah. And I'm looking. What's I'm he going, buy? Like, does he buy the gummy bear? Yeah, gummies and shit. And so I'm like, God dang, that's a lot. Like, I'm thinking that's a lot. Yeah. And um, my wife asked him the next day. Hey, how did it go? You know, I thought that stuff keeps you awake. He goes, yeah, it did. I couldn't fall asleep. She goes, what did you do all night? I jumped on top of Dave's sister. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, she's a grown woman. She's yeah. four what, years older she than right me. there? Yeah, she's there. And I, I, like, I wanted to throw up. And I'm just like, what the fuck? In your house? In my house. That's what bothers me. It was in the house. And I'm like, now You got to go in there and pull those sheets off. Well, it's funny. She goes, hey. Uh, do you want because they took off for Disneyland super early on Monday morning? Hey, do you want me to uh, take the sheets off the bed? Just go, throw them away. That's, I told her you could walk them right into the wash. I was like, dude, I'm not touching the goddamn sheets. And just so throw the bed away, burn the bed. Just close down that room. <laughs> just slide it on fire. Put an accent wall in there. Fucking turn it into a goddamn uh, so, so, aquarium. So Josh is in town because this he, TV's great. Uh, fuck, because you're goddamn Padres. Josh is in town till Friday. And yeah. I, I said, hey, go, hey. I told him the story. Yeah. Man, I thought I heard two people fucking. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to throw up. I'm just going to fucking throw up. So you mentioned our friend Erica, this Erica. Yeah. So I said, all of you heard Fangirl, the Laura's knowledge of baseball, incredibly likable. Yeah. And that show was liked by so many people. We don't do it a whole lot. But we wanted that show out. Yeah. So everybody, timely. Exactly right. We, we, we put it out early. Yeah. We put that show out early. So let me tell you the difference between these two, okay? Fangirl, checking in. You cool? Everything? What's going on? 
my fake claim of insomnia. This little shit. Is that the fastest you've ever put a show up? No. Like, we've had a few, right? We've had a few other shows. She said, oh, I was really hoping it would be the fastest one. I said, well, how about if we say this? (laughs) It's the fastest show of any people from Padres Twitter that we've ever had in the garage. That's the fastest we've ever put that show up. And she writes me back, I'll take it. (laughs) At least she's nice to you. The last two days, she, like, turned into Jeffrey Ross. She, like, she roasted me every chance she gets. <laughs> I tried to say what I was going to say, but Dave cut me off. Everything, I saw that. I'm like, what? Jesus. I think I gave you every opportunity to speak and cut you off. I think they need to come back. Yeah. I don't know. I'm headed to the Padre game tomorrow. I should see Erica tomorrow. She said she's going to the game. Yeah, be careful, dude. I know. She's a feisty well, little thing. By the way, I am going to the Padre game. I'm going with Josh, okay? You know, right. Josh and I made seen a lot of baseball this summer. We've gone to a bunch of ballparks. Obviously, we've been at Petco together, but we're like, hey, one more. Let's go see yeah. one more. Our buddy BK Rich hooked me up. Yeah, love tickets. it. Looking uh, forward to going. Josh asked me, by the way, is his really name BK Rich or is he his name BK and he just goes by Rich because he's actually rich? Oh, that could be. And, yeah, right? I mean, God dang. He yeah. does okay. Buku Rich. <laughs> <laughs> that's good writing. Hey, thank you. So, I, I got a lot of rest last night. It felt good. I already know what our group text. I was going to call him Buku now. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so here's the deal. I'm going to the game. I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. Please be nice tomorrow. Oh, why? Dude, I'm not I'm not wearing Dodger shit. I'm just going to yeah. go enjoy myself. Yeah. You know where that LA Charger at? Yeah. <laughs> I literally am wearing a Charger at right now. So, but people will just walk by and you'll fuck you at me in front of my kid. Does anyone want to go to a it's game with their kid and you'll fuck you? Oh, he, give me, uh, let me just say this. Yeah. Dave and I have a very good friend. It's Lori Burtman. Lori Burtman, we love around here. Her father is Skip Burtman. Yeah. Legendary baseball coach at LSU. Greatest coach of all time. Incredible, right? Yep. And Lori has become a great friend and has sent us both signed copies of skip's book i I got mine last week it's so great uh even though Lori pointed out i'm not mentioned in the book (laughs) (laughs) but then she sent dave and i a picture of skip signing uh dave's book and she's very involved in charity she's gonna help us with jake's projects like it's pretty exciting it's great as Dave just pointed out, nobody wants to be told fuck you in front of their kids. However, when I send that picture out, 10 minutes after I've sent it out, Josh sends it back to me, and he has Photoshopped the picture, so it appears that legendary baseball coach from LSU, Skip Burtman, wrote, hey, Dave, fuck you. Yeah, clear as can be. And I told Lori tonight, I need to see that picture. I think she regrets she didn't have Skip sign the book that way. Dude, that would have sucked. That would have fucking sucked for me. I don't think me. Skip would have done I, 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 Honestly, God, I'm a huge fan. I just am. I'm a big fan. I'm a fan of anyone number one that coaches baseball, wins, and is able to keep it going for as long as he has. Think uh, about it. Everybody gets a chance to coach the same game. Yeah. Yet he's dominated everybody. He, I mean, literally, well, you can say he's the greatest college coach of all time. And he's in his 80s and is doing book signings for five hours on the weekend. Wow. And Lori will text me, I'm exhausted. And then he's coaching her on where to put the bookmark in. It's the best, man. But, yeah, I, 
You said there's a uh, is an ESPN, ESPN special. ESPN did a thing on him last year. So on like DirecTV, I have six eleven is the SEC channel. Okay, and I'm I not sure if, it's if they on ran ESPN it. Plus. It's on YouTube, guarantee you can YouTube okay. it. But um, they either ran it on the SEC channel or on like E60. It was, it was fucking great. It, yeah. it was so good. He had such a appreciation for what he is as far as success and his relationship uh, with these players. Yeah, incredible. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'll see you in Toronto next That's month. That's awesome. But uh, but yes. You don't want anybody to say fuck you to you in front of your kid yeah. who took a book from one of your heroes <laughs> and changed it within 10 minutes to look like the inscription said exactly Exactly that. right. Exactly right. So, all right, I got to ask you a baseball question, all mm-hmm. right? So, today I'm watching the Yankees. They had a doubleheader yeah. against the Rangers. And I, my feeling in the morning was, I hope Judge doesn't hit the home run. And then as the day went on, I went, you know what? Fuck it. It's a shitty record to share. I hope, yeah. I hope he hits a home run. He hits the number 62 tonight. Yep. Okay. And they, they asked the guy who caught the ball. Did you see the guy who got the ball? One no. guy jumped over the fence, thought it was going to fall to the bottom. So it he was in there. Baltimore? No, it was in Texas. Oh, Texas. Okay. So he, he does the jump over the fence thing. I'm just going to get it on the ground. I mean, Jesus, fuck we've it. Seen right in Texas. Texas. Not good. And then um, probably the worst thing I've ever said on the radio yeah. was talking about that. And then... Um, then this no, guy top five for you. Come on, <laughs> dude, it's top five. Let's not review them. Okay, dude, let's not. Let's try to keep it classy. So uh, the guy gets the ball. Did you see who got the ball? No, it was a vice president from Fisher Investments who handles a hundred and like ninety-seven million dollars a year. Oh wow! And and the guy's loaded. So the, they kept asking him, "What are you going to do with the ball?" So mm-hmm. let me ask you. It's you. It's okay. It's not. Mm-hmm. You aren't a guy who's handling nine hundred ninety-seven million dollars. Yeah. If it's you, what are you doing with the ball? Uh, that's funny. I listened to this the other day. It was really good, right? Listen to. I feel like it was Gwen and Chris talking okay. about it, and you know, I guess the guy that caught Pulholtz ball, like asked for everything in the locker, signed and tickets and all this stupid shit. And, and Did Albert do it? I don't even know. No. Albert said it. He said, go to keep it. Yeah. But, uh, because, but I mean, that was his reaction before he hit 700. I don't know if it changed. Yeah. And then. Um, I'm sure the Hall of Fame of the Cardinals won that ball. Yeah. But if he hits it, you know, 702 or 703. He's then, at 703 now. Is that what he's at? Yeah. It's fucking on fire. He's more home runs than Freddie Freeman. Yeah. So right now you're like, okay, well, now that one. And the guy with 700 is like, hey, remember me? Can't just stick it. <laughs> um. You know, for me, Dave, it's one of those things where I I look at it and you go, for different things that we've been lucky enough to do in our life, and if somebody was holding the memory hostage, yeah, that would really suck. And so I would just, I I would like knowing that I did the right thing, and especially for my kids, it, it wouldn't be I'm not going to auction that thing off. I would I would do something cool, and. Yeah, get a signed jersey and a picture and and maybe a bat, right? Yeah, and a bat would be yeah, the bat would be kind of fun unless yeah. that or, bat's a, or a bat. I don't care. What, yeah, I mean that bat may be going to the hall, but I'm yeah. much like you. I'm mean, the way I feel that is a, that doesn't belong to me. It doesn't. That's uh, I know people got bullshit. If it was in your hand, you'd ask for three million dollars. I'm no, telling you, I wouldn't. I would I honestly feel that. like that's not my memory. I have ethics, man. It's yeah. a big part of of what I believe in is being ethical yeah. and and those kind of things. And I I just think there's something about being able yeah. to make somebody else's day. Yeah. 
And it, look, I understand even if he asked for season tickets, he might get those. Maybe I'd go that route. I don't even know what I'd do. Yeah. But honestly, in my mind, it'd be probably a jersey and a bat. I can't I, go I, to 80 games. Dude, I love the Maguire one. That's that To me, that's my favorite story about Maguire, the guy that got the ball who said he was making like 24000 a year, said to him, I'll give the ball back. I just want to meet Mark Maguire. Mm. Mark Maguire said no. He said, okay, I'm keeping the fucking ball then, dipshit. And he sold it for $3 million. Really? Did Todd? Yeah. And, and, yeah. And so it's so, yeah. So you're going to go, all right, thanks. You know, all yeah. you had to do is shake the guy's hand. That's all he wanted. You can have the ball to shake my hand and meet me. And he said, fuck that. I don't want to meet that guy. That's what I'm talking about. These fucking players don't understand their relationship yeah. with the fans. There's a great video that went out yesterday. I don't know if I sent it to you. It was a Mets fan. It was uh, like a Barstool thing. Oh, I think yeah. the guy works for Barstool. Yeah. yeah. And he's losing his fucking mind, dude, about the Mets. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it, it, it's so good. And the reason I, I loved it is because I'm thinking this is what every player should actually look at. This is what yeah. fans go through. This is what you've gone through since you moved here. Oh, yeah. You know, players don't understand. Everyone would love to be in their situation. And, and the passion these people have for their team and their ability and, and rooting for them to blow off the fans is insane to me. You know, it's fun this year, though. Like, what's really fun about this year is... The reaction for Erica being here and Laura being here yeah. and seeing the fun things from like Geekster. Yeah, she right? loved it too. That was very nice. Yeah. Pimp Lord was cracking me up tonight because he's he's busting on Erica and that's when she said, you know, oh, Dave cut me off, right? <laughs> but there's, there's so many people. I was at the game on Sunday and all of a sudden late in the game, they cut to Ryan Cohen and he's dancing up a storm, right? It's such a different time being a Padre fan. There were yeah. so many days being that fan when you honestly were like, am I just the stupidest person in San Diego? But now when you find out that there's so many people that have those exact same memories that you have, that love that team, and didn't just jump in right now yeah. to buy the teal hat, like, it's great. Like it's It's really cool. And, Dave, there's a part of it where you go, yeah, it's almost like the next generation. Like I, it is those guys. Yeah, you, you can't. I mean, I've said it. I remember some asshole got on Twitter about a year ago and started trying to jump on Ryan Cohen and tried to say like, "Oh, you know, you've been around for two years." So I, I don't really know Ryan other than when I see him at the game. My kids and I love seeing him. Never met him. Never talked to him. But he seems like a nice kid. And I love what he does for kids at that camp. And I don't really do this. 90%, 95% of the time I stay out. I wrote to the guy, I go, hey, fuck you. I've been Did he really? Yeah, I wrote to the guy, I said, <laughs> I said, hey, fuck you. I've been going to these shitty games since 82. Yeah. And I, honest to God, I wish in 82 and some of those other years that there were people like Ryan Cohen there because it would have made it really, really fun. So I said, nobody gives a fuck what you think, flat ass. And, and Fuck these assholes, right? They all, uh, you know, were you there? Do you even know who Broderick Perkins is? Suck. <laughs> right? And, uh, like, all these old assholes, Kevin and La Mesa, they call Coach's Show, right? I guarantee you. He has no time. Hey, that little blondie should be in the kitchen ripping up tater tots. You know, he has no time. Fangirl, uh, she got a little bit of a mouth on her. She should watch it. Right, he's got no time. It's it's such. There's just such assholes. Oh and, fuck! I'm trying to think of Erica whipping up tater tots. <laughs> They're taller than her. Uh, 
Hey, so hey, little one. Why'd you, hey, why don't you take those little hands of yours? Throw a, little, throw a few pizza rolls on there too. Take that yep, keep it shut. Yeah, like how great is it that she's a fan? And like, it's great, honestly, it is great. It's great, and the thing that you know, the meetups. Yeah. You didn't want to meet up with anybody at no. those games in the 80s. And now that meets up and you see everybody and you're like, oh, I, I always look. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, I've seen them. I've yeah. seen them before. Everybody's having a great time. Yeah. Everybody is having a great time. And there were plenty of days, man, when not everybody was having a great time. I think it's a blast. I'm so happy for all. I don't care if they were a fan. My son Jack got into it a year and a half ago. Yeah. And he'll call me. He's very mellow. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm looking, and Thursday it's the Cardinals. It'll probably be Wainwright, and it'll probably be Mania. And then I think on Friday it'll be Nicholas. So that'll probably mean it's Snell. And then on Saturday, I'm like, I, I don't care. Your like, son I, is Stephen Wright. He is. Excuse me. Every. <laughs> but he's completely he's in. into it. Yeah, of course he is. Lives up and down every pitch, right? Going through. So Jack's less of a fan than I am? Bullshit. So Fangirl or Erica yeah. who told great stories the other night or Ryan Cohen or Pimp Lord or any Miserable Padre fan? Yeah. Any of these guys are different level fans than some old prick that went out, right? And saw, you know. Hey, were you out there when Steve Arlen pitched? Why the fuck were you out there? <laughs> you dumb shit. There was no traffic in this town. You could go anywhere you want. Go to, fuck you. So stupid. Right. I love it, man. I I love it. Okay. Look, you're making my argument for me right here. Okay. okay. Just, just listen to what I have to say before you fucking rip my head off. All right. Okay. I asked the girls and I was trying to get a reaction. Is, is, this, is the season considered a failure if you One don't win the them. World Series? Okay. Yeah. And my point was this. Look, someone's not going to win. Okay. Yeah. One team's going to win. Yeah. Now, it could be the Mets, could be the Braves, could be anybody. Yeah. Right, could win. More than likely, look, it's not going to be the Dodgers. It's just the Dodgers' history that they don't win. Yeah. But when you guys would give me shit about the Dodgers from 2012 to now, mm -hmm. I used to say, yeah, fucking sucks to lose. I'm devastated they lost, but they gave me a full season of I was mm -hmm. in. Yeah. You have experienced what I've been saying forever. Yeah. Is that it is so great having your team in it from spring training through October. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you want to win the whole thing. But you know what? You were all in. This has yeah. been a blast. We're watching the Padre game right now. The game doesn't mean jack shit. Guess what? It's fucking full. Yeah. People out there watching the Giants and watching the Padres right now. I'm going tomorrow to game 162. Yeah, fun. It's it's fun. It's a party. The city's yeah. talking about it. It feels Friday like Friday night's going to be amazing, right? Right. I mean, when you hear that St. Louis has the greatest fans, this and that, you're like, you know what? Our fans are pretty fucking good. Yeah. I went to St. Louis. I've been to Bush Stadium. Yeah. It's a great time to go see a game. Yeah. But so what? Fuck. What is, is, was it anything different than seeing a game at Petco? No. How much better is it, though, honestly, having your team well over 500 in yeah. the postseason? Star power. Ready? Yeah, star power. I mean, this is what I'm talking about. It, when Worst case scenario, when it's all over, let's say the Padres fall to the Mets or Braves or Dodgers, whoever they fall to, mm -hmm. if they don't win it all. And you go, dude, they get, literally gave me seven months of great entertainment. Like, I had a great seven months this year. And so many emotions. Right? So much yeah. up and down with this team all year long. So but funny, by the way. They, not only did you rip the shit out of me and get everyone to go after me about that six months of entertainment, you were the king of the fuck you, meaning you, Darvish. 
Oh, I know. Now he's the guy who's oh, your pitcher of the month. Hundred percent. You're, you're the biggest fan in the world. So is every other Padre fan. But I'll tell you this: shout out to my pal Connor Yingling, and Connor I work with is a Cubs fan. Okay. And used to work for the Padres, and yeah, I oh I was all off the Darvish bandwagon, and when they started making that trade, and my man Connor said, "Here's Jeff. I'm telling you, man, that guy's going to shine here." I said, "Ah, come on." Might have to take you upstairs, get your drug tested. <laughs> and uh, and Connor and I tell Connor to this day, I go, dude, you are a hundred percent right. He he loves baseball. He was a Cubs guy. Hated to see Darvish leave the Cubs, but also as a Padre guy, and he was working for them at that time. He was spot on. I think Dave. I think I just probably yeah. If they know like the Astros, if they know what you're throwing, yeah, it kind of diminishes things. No, so- Darvish has been great. So you talk about old fans and new fans, and right now mm-hmm. you've been following this team for over 40 years. Yeah. So you're considered an old fan. Like, your memories don't match up with Laura and Erica. No, but I love their memories. Yeah, but my, that's my point. You have them, though, too. You have 84. You have 96. They don't have those. They remember 98. Yeah. Fine. And they remember, they're going to remember this and hopefully great yeah. memories in the future. My, my, my point is... You, you can jump on at any fucking time. Your, exactly. your kids are jumped on every time. Like, you can know the history. I know the history of the Brooklyn Dodgers. Sure. But I didn't have that connection I had from no. watching the team from when I was a little kid. My, my yeah. first memory is 77. Yeah. And then uh, there's, there's, there's nothing like it. It's such a great game. We always talk about the NFL and it's entertaining to the very end. It is. It's just a different pace. But Major League Baseball, man, if you're a Major League Baseball fan and your team is winning, man, it, it's just a great summer. Geekster has been in for a long time yes a long time and she absolutely loves the two that were here the other night she did i really that was my favorite note out of all of them me too that we finally yeah she know. wrote wrote something on patreon too that i don't know think you saw it but she she it. was so she was so great and loved it yeah, i uh I, hey, I, by the way yeah, i'm gonna ask you real quick padre fans frank mm-hmm. and barbara is are either one of them alive gosh i don't know i love those because those, they would have loved this season yeah yeah, and they, but they not only would Frank and Barbara have loved this season, they would have loved, they, oh, they absolutely would have loved Ryan Cohen. Yeah. I would have loved to see Barbara meet Pirate. Yeah. Right? Because that would have been great. She would have loved Pirate, would have said something completely inappropriate. He would have. But, but Pirate would have loved her. Sweetheart. Pi, but Pirate would have loved her and then told Frank, stop looking at her, yeah. Frank, before your heart, before your pacemaker goes out. Frank, clear. But she would have loved, she would have loved Cohen, right? Frank and Barbara would have been right in the middle of those uh, meetups. And it would have gone the other way too. Like everybody there. That's what I'm saying. Like there's, there's just this section of fans that believe that they should get a merit badge because they went to games in 73. Nobody gives a fuck. Okay. Bill (laughs) Ullman. Yeah. Bill Ullman. You know what's funny? You sit here and you just dismiss what Chris Cannizzaro did for this team. Fuck off. <laughs> okay? You fucking dickhead. My favorite Frank and Barbara story, thinking about it, was yeah. when you and I were doing the show and Frank and Barbara treated us great. We'd drive into the stadium. There's They'd wave, like, waiting for us, waving at us. Waving at every player. Oh, yeah, my there's, God. Uh, Dave, I bet there's 30% of this audience that remind, they were an older couple. Yeah. They had to be in their 70s and 90s. At least. They're Chula, Chula Vista people. Yeah, I don't know how you yeah. think. I mean, I love them both, but, but they how both? either one alive? Yeah. yeah, I don't think so. I um, someone I hope will tell us if they're alive or not. But what makes me laugh? Jeff and I are doing the show back in like '98. 
Yeah. And they would travel with the team and oh, yeah. save up their money. I mean, all their money went to Padre season tickets and to travel one trip, remember? Yeah. And they call the show, and Barbara's so happy that they're going to go to Cincinnati, yeah. Pittsburgh, and Philadelphia. Oh, boy. And you fucking lost your shit. Why? You went, what? You're going to all the cookie-cutter stadiums? Like, you oh, didn't yeah. even let her enjoy the moment that she's so proud she's going. You ripped the shit at her for making the worst decision of all time, that they're all the same, Barbara. They were all, they were always, <laughs> on, they were always on a car phone. Frank, say hi to David Jeff. What? Say hi to David Jeff. Oh, hi, David Jeff. It was Coach's show 24 years ago. But the problem was Dave and I should have been a lot more alert. We just loved him. Asking, like, what Vera do right now? Can you imagine Vera? Oh, yeah. Poor Vera missed the season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. see? Yeah, all of it. How about this dickhead, Will yeah. Myers, hitting home runs and back-to-back <laughs> nights after I said he sucked? Dude, now this is where everyone says, you got to give him a 10-year, $3 million I, year Why deal. wouldn't you, Dave? The guy's a home run, doesn't wear batting gloves. Look at that chick. What? I love when they catch the girls in the, well, not anybody. I shouldn't just say the girls, but the fans, like the $500 seats, just talking, chugging cheap wine, completely missing the home run. What happened there? Uh, yeah. yeah, don't listen to any, don't listen to the noise, man. Just celebrate it. Have fun. Wear your city connect jerseys. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that then Laura Kane asked us about those she last did. night. She did. She asked about the jerseys. Yeah. But so what? And where, you know, is there a viewing party Friday? Like, that's the one thing I'm surprised. I haven't heard is Petco Park. Are they going to open it up? That's a good question. I bet they do. This is like a San Diego thing to do, no, right? All right, listen, Groupner. <clears throat> Get it together. Charge uh, seven bucks to get in. Donate all the money to the Padres Foundation, right? Turn on the big screen. Run the audio with Junior. Look at this shit. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you so throwing sick of my phone. For? What happened? My phone has like all of a sudden Siri jumps in on my phone oh. all the time. It's making me crazy. I interrupted my train of thought, but because I'm good at this, I'll you pick said it let up. Junior and Junior and Jesse. Yep, sync call. up the call. So what happens to Grant? Does Grant even go on the trip? You know what? I'll text that asshole. Okay, <laughs> go ahead and ask him. Say, do you even go on the trip? Because you, you think you'd want to be the there? Post game show. Because Orsillo is going to be working for one of those networks. They give Orsillo the Padres. Uh, Probably not. I'll send him to the Phillies. Fucking, I'll see the Mariners. God, get the hell out of here, Don. Okay, we were going to. And you started running your mouth about your 30th game. <laughs> 30th game. Or whatever you've done. 3,000, my apologies. You get the hell out of here. You got the Mariners, Zorcillo. Anybody got Brian Anderson's number? Oh, my God. Book Shambi. <laughs> got anything else to say, Don? Huh? Shut your mouth. We'll make the decisions around here. So it's all set. They're playing the Mets. Okay. Okay, right? They're playing the Mets. It, it's. I mean, if I was a Mets fan, I'd be extremely frustrated that you had the first place for about 99% of the season, and yeah. you couldn't hold on. Now you got to play an extra series. I like it. Yeah. It's, uh, again, the good news for the pods is that both DeGrom and Scherzer lost for the last starts, you know? Look, Dave, there's such good pitching, right? No matter where, you're on. I heard somebody say the other day, I think it was on Coach's show, 
It's a long flight. I'm not on a train. I'm traveling by horseback. They're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. They're it's gonna, a charter. They're gonna be, it's the playoffs. They're going to be excited. Yeah. It's not fucking June 30th. Yeah. Unlimited sandwiches. <laughs> Unlimited sandwiches. <laughs> My God. We look for reasons to be sad in this town. It's so stupid. Yeah, no one's going to be tired. I got news right. for you. It's the fucking postseason. Yeah. I, nobody's like, we don't get to travel to St. Louis. We're out. Dude, the funny thing is, watch when you see. I don't know how many Mets games you've watched this year. Not a lot. Yeah, most people haven't. But I, w- I was in City Field a few weeks ago, and we're looking at the batting averages, you know, of all the guys up on the yeah. scoreboard and OPS. And they, they actually, the Mets list a shitload of stats. But you're looking and you're going, there's no one on this team. You have Jeff McNeil who hits yeah. for average, and then you have Pete Alonso that can put it out. True. Francisco Lindor hasn't had the year they no. thought he was going to have. And you're going, their lineup sucks. Yeah, what happened? Right. And it's funny, the Yankees are the same thing. Outside of Aaron Judge, their yeah. lineup sucks. And you realize how many shitty lineups they're out there. Uh, honest to God. Star power, Padres, Dodgers, Braves, I heard as good it. as anybody. I heard on MLB radio. I think a lot of times, well, I, I won't speak for everybody. I'll just say for myself. You diminish the talent you have because you see them every day and you figure, well, if they were that good, they wouldn't be here. Right? Oh, that's I, interesting. It's just the attitude in this town. And then you're had MLB radio on the other day and they go, man, oh man, you know, Padres, you're rolling in with Darvish. You're rolling in with, uh, Snell's been hot. You've got Musgrove. And they said, when you got guys like Manaya and Clevenger yeah. and Hader as your bullpen guys, look out for San Diego. And you hear that. You're like, Oh, all right, cool. Yeah. I like it. Cause in years past, I'll double down. They'd be like, well, you got Will Myers. Oh, boy. Damn it. Dang it. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah. I mean, Soto, Manny, Bell, Drury. Like, it's kind of fun, right? Yeah. And I know you can say it. We all say it. Laura said it the other night. It's the elephant in the room. Be pretty cool to have Tatis in the middle of that lineup. Sure would. But you don't. And this team got there, won 87 games without him. Uh, fuck it. Move forward. Keep rolling. Hey, want to mention Brian Curry. Again, Brian Curry is the guy you want to talk to when it comes to selling your home. Who wants to get you the most for your home? It's Brian Curry. He's the guy to talk to. Why would you mess around with anything else? This is your biggest investment in your life is what you own. And owning a home is very hard to do, so you want to get the most for it. At the same time, if you want to stay in San Diego, so many people decide they want to, whatever your situation is, whether you're looking for a bigger home or you're looking to downsize, Brian Curry is the only person you need to talk to. Make sure you call Brian at 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Man, there is nothing like the feeling of going in a home that feels like a home, right? Yeah. And you and I went to see Laura last night, Laura Kane and Eric for Laura Kane after dark. And I said to her afterwards, I said, how long you been here? She said, 10 years. I said, man, it feels like a home when you walk in. And, and if you're renting, no matter what pictures you have up or anything else, it's still somebody else's home. You're just living there. Yes. So why not find that feeling that uh, Dave's been able to experience? I've had uh, the opportunity to experience and uh, others, like your friends. Give Brian Curry a call. Find that neighborhood that's the right one for you and start living the American dream. Absolutely. If you're looking for that pool, again, Alan Taylor's your guy. Taylor May Pools, 
619-449-4452. You ask about available financing, but man, the weather is always great in oh. San Diego. I mean, come on, if you don't have a pool in San Diego, you aren't living the life, make sure Alan Taylor helps you out. 619-449-4452. Yeah, absolutely, Dave. Went out for lunch today, left the office at like two o'clock and you go out and you go, it's absolutely perfect. And I was talking about our friend Lori Burtman talking to her tonight on the drive down. She's like, you know, I live in Baton Rouge. She goes, do you guys, you guys get it, right? She goes, I listen to the show. You guys get how good San Diego is. She goes, I love every opportunity to come out there. She goes, that weather every day. And she's exactly right. Yeah. We live here. But, yeah, I mean, feels kind of dopey to talk about hot days or humid days. But when you have them. No better way to deal with it than with that gorgeous tailor-made pool. Absolutely. When it comes to financing, Dan Williams is the person you need to talk to. Jeff and I were talking about this just the other day. We were talking about someone that should be giving Dan Williams a call. Look, don't yeah. don't sit there and show pride and say, I don't need a call. I'll figure it out. If you're in debt, you know there's nothing worse than knowing that, hey, guess what? Those bills are going to start piling up and I can't outrun them. Dan Williams is who you need to talk to. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. I'd like to apologize to Dan on behalf of our uh, in-studio guest the other night who continues to try to claim Dan's 5'8". <laughs> now, nothing against anybody who is 5'8". I'm sure that's fine. But she points that out a lot. Gave him a hard time, said he didn't have clean drinking water. He's like, that's in Flint. <laughs> yeah, very hostile. Dan's done a lot. For the, rode his bike. To raise money for the seals. Well, it- hey, are you gonna be on that phone all night? Or are you gonna get in there, rustle up Dave and I some of them uh onion rings we like? Did you see what Dan put on Twitter today? No, towards her? No, Dan put on there the Detroit Tigers are about to lose ninety seven games this year, which yeah. is their Second best season in the last no. seven years. Oh, no. And he just writes, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, there is nothing quite uh, like being in debt. By the way, Dave, how about this? Tomorrow? Yeah. What do you know? Paper signed. Everything's finalized tomorrow. For F- what? For the divorce. It's finally oh, I done. thought it was over. I thought it was over too, but you eventually <laughs> well, I it was gotta, over like three months ago. I thought so too, but you gotta sign the papers that say it's done. Wow. So yeah, it's one of those things is I pay attorney bills and medical bills, yeah. the whole thing. You got Is this a California thing or you you think? What do you mean California? And how long thing it's say, like uh, my sister and Jeff got divorced at the same time. Oh my, it's my definitely si- my sister's well, now a, gonna be married two two years yeah. this this month. Uh it was a combination California thing, COVID thing. Change in um, responsibility employment-wise. We were getting along fine, so it wasn't... I mean, it's still fine. Just tomorrow, go sign. But it's funny to finally do that. But when you finalize it and it's done, yeah, that attorney bill comes in. So you got to be able to pay that. When you're paying the medical bill, you're doing other things. And uh, you got to make sure your credit's in line. So give Dan a call. Let him help you out. So don't forget about Kyle Fluger as well. Someone reached out to me today and said, look, I have a friend that really needs Kyle's help. Mm. Can you help me out here and form me the number? Absolutely. Kyle Fluger is your guy. He's the guy that can help you out. 619-500-6621. And when we're talking about what's going on as far as making money for your business online, Kyle's the guy you need to talk to. Hey, even if you think things are going well, that could always go a little bit better. 619-500-6621. Dave, I'm excited to say I've got a brand new website I'm getting going. It's called 
ways to pass the time while fighting kidney stones. <laughs> now, I've never had, thankfully, to this point, a kidney stone. Yeah. But from what I've been told from our webmaster, by the way, I was on our site yesterday. Yeah. Like, I don't know the last time you looked at the site, your name's on it. God damn, that's a good looking it site. It is a good looking site. It's clean. I looked at it, I go, I got to check this out. And uh, the show was up. Yeah, if you didn't get to hear the show we did the other night with um, with Erica and Laura, DaveAndJeffShow.com. They're all yep. right there. All the shows are archived and you can check them out. And it, uh, I was very, very proud of that site. Very proud of that site. Very proud of that logo. All put together by Kyle Fluger, and he can do the same for you as well. Absolutely. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going October 5th. I love it. It's Erica's birthday. Okay. Let's go Bernie Mac, no longer with us. God. Uh, she would have dug that Bernie Mac was on her birthday. I wonder if she knew that. I'm going to say uh, 58. Okay, let me do the math here because I don't fucking write it out for some reason. Um... Well, I might as well ask you. Born in 57. Oh, Jesus. He's way older so than that. So it'd be 65. 65, yeah. 65. Damn. Uh, 20 million. $15 million. God, I love Bernie Mac. Fuck, that guy's great. Here we go. This one right here, San Diego Ties. Ray Kroc. Ray Kroc no longer with us. That's what I hear. Uh, did you ever watch The Founder? I did. It was great. Yeah, Michael Keaton's great in that. Um... Oh, my God. 84. Let me do the math. That's uh, 16, and then another 22 is 38. And I believe he was, um, let's say he'd be 117. 120. Wow. Uh, now, the money's interesting because when I, I ran this through Sean Walchef today, and he's like, that's wrong. That money's wrong. I'd say $2 billion. It says $600 million. Oh, but bullshit. two billion. That's what Sean said. That's what Sean said. Yeah, dude, he's the guy. He goes, What's your source? I don't know. Google? That was my source. All right, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. This is going to be a fun one at the end. Who would you drive with to Bend, Oregon? Okay. Kate Winslet tonight. Happy birthday to her. She's uh, 52. 47. God, I am so shitty at this. I would have no chance of getting a second date with her. <laughs> How old do you think I am? 52? No, I'm 47. You can get the check. I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, 30 million. Uh, four, $65 million. All right. That's cool. All right, last one on here. Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson? ACDC. Oh, nice. I thought you meant the former Padre oh. catcher. Oh, fuck that. I was like, uh, Brian Johnson. Oh, this is a great one. Dude, she had quite the list. Yeah. 69. 75. Are you shitting me? Yeah, 75. That guy is unbelievable. How uh, tall? How tall? Oh, 5'3". Five, 5'4". Five, is he really 5'4"? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 50 million. 90 million dollars. All right, let's go right here. Drive to Bend, Oregon. Okay, got it. Oh, you got some tough ones there. You got Kate Winslet. You got Bernie Mac. Ray Kroc. Brian Johnson. Did I forget anybody? Uh, Bernie Mac, Ray Kroc, Kate Winslet, Brian Johnson. Oh, shit. Those are the ones. Those are my, my order. My, well, you know what? That is my order. My order is who I'd ride with right there. I'd Who'd go you say? Bernie Mac would be one. Yeah, I agree. I'd laugh my ass off the whole way. Be great. Ray Kroc, man, I tell you what. Came, uh, came off as a real you. cocksucker. He'd hate you. <laughs> he would hate me. Kate Winslet would be three. Brian Johnson would be the last one. Ray Kroc's two? Ray Kroc would be two. 
Oh, fuck no. For me, it's Bernie Mac, Brian Johnson, Kate Winslet, Ray Kroc. Is that right? No. Ray Kroc last, really? No. I'd probably go Ray third. I'm not. What am I going to talk to Kate Winslet about? That's what I mean. Nothing. He's not going to throw you one. Uh, Hey, never know. (laughs) Get a few jokes rolling. (laughs) Maybe stop. Where are we driving? Bend, Oregon? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we're stopping La Kenyatta. What do you got there? I got a McCormick and Schmitz. <laughs> Put a few pops in there. <laughs> oh. Hey, Dave. It's often at McDonald's for every meal with Ray Kroc. Yeah. It's not like you can go somewhere else. Where do you want to eat, Ray? Where the fuck do you think I want to eat? You, dude, did you read this story that got out a couple of weeks ago about Regis? No. That Regis did commercials for McDonald's. His kids told this story. It's so funny. Regis did commercials for McDonald's in like the 80s or the 90s, okay? Yeah. Part of the compensation was they gave him a McDonald's gold card. Okay. And that gold card meant every meal in McDonald's was free for the rest of his life. So his kids were telling the story that they would go on family trips. And every time they went on the family trip, Regis was like, we're going to McDonald's because we eat for free. And the kid said, we did it about 30 times. And each of the 30 times, the kid working was like, what? <laughs> and my dad ended up paying for the meal. Oh, no. But he kept going for it, dude. Each time. That you're 0 for 20. And your dad's still pulling in. Let's go. I got the yeah. gold card. Like, when do you go? Yeah. He would not tap out. He wouldn't do it. You and I had that subway card, remember? When you and I did commercial at Subway at KFMB. Yeah, fuck, I was eating Subway twice a day. Dude, Subway is the best. Yeah, we were. They had the big stand-up of you and me in there. Remember oh, we yeah, going to Subway? That? I don't know. They had the stand-ups. How do we not have that in here? I'd go, we got the card. They'd go, you have a card. And I'd go, that's us right there in the fucking oh, yes. stand-up. Remember? Yes. Yeah. We even did a TV commercial. Remember for like, it was like an MTV. Remember you like threw me a football in oh, the, through the back? Oh my God, that's right. Yeah. I'm running a pattern across the middle. You fucking got a perfect spiral right, right at me. The sling and sweep. <laughs> That's why all those people, what the fuck? Don't these people know? Oh, I'm working. oh, it's Mud. Oh, okay. I asked Mud, are you guys calling the wild card series? No. I just wrote back, good. <laughs> you didn't, well, that wasn't the question, Dick. The question was, are you going with the team anyway? Oh, are you? Oh, hang on. <laughs> you felt good. You just fucking text him to slam him. What a jerk. <laughs> A dick move, dude. He wrote me back. So yeah, I said, "Are you guys calling the wild card series?" No. So I wrote, "Good." And then he wrote, "I won't even watch." And he sent me the crying emoji. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome, man. Oh my god, I love Bud. All right, here we go. Five, okay. five random questions. If you could change careers right this second, what would oh. you do? Uh, if I could change careers, oh, I love that. If I could change careers right now, what would I do? It'd have to be. Um, would you change careers? You like exactly what you're doing, dude. I well, I love I love the company. Yeah, I mean, I was telling friends today, man. It's just you go someplace where they treat you right, they have fun. Yeah, like and you know, tomorrow everything kind of changed down the fly. I get a call, hey, I need you to come sign the paperwork. Yeah. And then you're like, it's already Erica's birthday and so all those different things. So I just texted my boss. I'm like, hey, I'm going to be out tomorrow. He's like, yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> I mean, go. it's just That's great. Cool. That's cool. Um, 
Yeah, I love that. But no, I mean, you got to think dream job, right? Yeah. Like dream job. I never, I never thought about doing play by play. Like I never, I always, I like all those guys that do it, but you go, what would that job be? Honestly, Dave, I think it would be, huh? I think it would be, I mean, I think owning the Raiders. There you go. Being an owner would be pretty cool, right? But owning the Raiders. Like you wouldn't want to be a broadcaster for the Raiders or a coach with the Raiders. No, I mean, no. Because those jobs, you're hired to be fired. Yeah. Yeah. Owning the Raiders would just be, that would be it. Yeah. And, And love the pods, right? Owning the pods would be cool. It's just different. And yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. You know what? I'm a guy that believes in honesty. I got a little bit of a weak spot for the girls that wear that Raider jersey around town. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Oh, my God. What would you do? A dream job would be to be like a manager of a baseball team. For me, that would be a dream job. That's never going to happen in my lifetime. I was just offered a job, though. I told you this. Enough At SeaWorld? No, by a front office. Like yeah. working for the general manager of, a, of, a, really of a major fun. league baseball team. Well, that- and so uh, I haven't decided if I was even going to talk about it. I literally, when I, they, they approached me, I literally threw it in the trash. And then I was talking to you about it. And you're like, dude, yeah. why don't you just follow it through and see how far yeah, it goes? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was, that was kind of wild. Do you know a job that... I'd have to move, dude. People don't think Twitter works in other cities. Oh, uh, it'll work. <laughs> dude, I uh, definitely couldn't take shots at the pods if no, I was yeah. working for another team. Yeah, you better rein it in. Um you ever see jobs where you're like, I absolutely know there's no chance I could do that yep. job. The guy that I saw the other day, it was amazing. The guy, Jason of Beverly Hills, that does, did the Lakers ring, did the Warriors ring, just yeah. did the Rams ring. And I'm watching him as he's taking him through the process and how every little part, right? I've got the pillars of SoFi Stadium and you can look through and as you look through the ring, you look down, and there's the field, and we use part of the grass from the game you field, and then we circled it, and there's 9,000 diamonds because there's 9,000 zip guys. You're like, what the hell? Like, yeah, I, I, no. <laughs> Just too, yeah, I don't have the mental focus. No way. I'm with you. No way would I do that. All right, here we go. What country would you most likely want to travel to? I like that a lot. I would... Uh, I like that a lot. I mean, I was invited twice to go to Kenya. Yeah. I didn't hear you get invited. Did you get invited? Did you get invited by my sister to go to Kenya? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, of course. No, I'm not going to Kenya ever. Um, I don't really think I need to go to Australia. No. Australia is overrated. Look at the map of Australia. It's only the edges that are safe. Yeah. The, the center part of Australia will kill you. They yeah. have like the most dangerous things in Australia to kill you. Yeah, I'm um I'm not going to Beirut. <laughs> I'm just not. You know, I know people are like, oh, come on. Don't stereotype. Come on. No, I'm not. I just I'm at a stage of my life I don't uh honestly <laughs> I'm not going to Beirut. God, why don't I subscribe to this shit? The assholes. What an old stick in the mud. Yeah, next you're going to tell me you're not interested in going to Zaire. Um, I mean, I lived in London for a year. Yeah. I'd like to go back there. But Will you go I, back? Yeah, I'd go back there in a minute. Um, 
but we traveled. Oh, you know where I would go, Dave? I'll tell you. I spent about a wee nine days in Portugal. I'd go back to Portugal. Oh, amazing. Loved it. Three places I would go, and I'm not a big traveler, obviously, but I I, I just, fuck, sitting on a plane for a long time freaks me out. Not that I'm afraid we're going to crash. I just can't stand sitting in one spot. Um, Italy. Oh, yeah. Spain, Croatia. Those three. Uh, Spain was incredible. I would go there. Yeah, Italy would be. Yeah. Italy's that'll number be one. My, that'll be my one. That'll be the yeah, next one I do. That's the easiest one, and I completely forgot. 100%. You're right. Italy would be number one. Then uh, back to Portugal. Why Croatia? What are you going to do there? I just It looks great. Everyone says it's awesome. It's a great trip. Oh, I like that. Uh, what about, like, the Dominican? Um, I would or probably... Costa Rica. I would do Dominican, Costa Rica, Puerto Rico. All those people say are great. Yeah. I'd go. Bochy used to tell us all the time to go. To, Kevin Towers told us all the time to go to the Dominican. I think Tito Trinidad follows me on uh, Twitter. There you go. I'm going to go hang out with him, the champ, Tito. <laughs> all right, next question. How often do you laugh out loud? Um, Today. Today at how stupid I was. Yeah, because all the I, time. You and I, I think, are rare. Yeah. I think most people say they don't even do it once a week. I literally oh. laugh out loud every day. Yeah, I mean, the the... People on my team are great, right? Yeah. And they they are great. They each one of them probably makes me laugh. Jimmy Hughes makes me laugh all the time. Um, look at this. I'm so sh- shut up. My phone. <laughs> Down with your phone. Yeah, my phone. All of a sudden, and my son said his phone started doing that too. Should have called Kenyatta. Would have fixed you up. Ah, I know. Now what he have to hear about his 17 different teams. Um. No, I'm I'm pretty lucky. We laugh a lot. I laughed tonight on uh uh talked to uh my friend Joe Carlo for a long time tonight. She always makes me laugh cuz she's a terrible human being. So, it's great. <laughs> but yeah, a lot. What about you? All the time, every day. Yeah. Every day. What's the most memorable book you've ever read? I love that. Um I got a great one. It's called um uh, oh my gosh, I'm absolutely locking up. Kindness of Strangers, Mac, Mike McIntyre. Mike McIntyre told the story that he had just broken up with a girl and he was in an incredibly bad place. And so he decided to hitchhike from San Francisco and he had nowhere, he didn't really know where he wanted to go. So he, he had just seen the movie Cape Fear. Yeah. So he determined that he was going to hitchhike from San Francisco to Cape Fear, North Carolina with no money in his pocket. And the book is the story of Mike as he hitchhikes across the country and the people that he meets and the people that take him in and feed him and take care of him and share their stories and do all those things, man. Well, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Uh, Kindness of Strangers, Mike McIntyre. When, when did you read it? How long ago? Uh, gosh, 25 years ago. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It's the most memorable book. But it, yeah, I mean, I, I liked... Uh, yeah, I mean, I love all the Coil books, right? Matt does a great job. Um, you know, Tuesdays with Maury was a great book, yeah. right? I mean, it there's was been a great a, book. Uh, you know, the book I just read. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you two shitty books. Want to hear two <laughs> shitty books? No, but okay. <laughs> I, I read the murder of Sonny Liston. Yeah, I was you're looking forward up. to it. Yeah, book was so shitty because it's 285 pages of like, well, we don't know for sure that Sonny was murdered. But if he was, these guys might have played a part in it. It's like everything you hear about Tupac. Yeah. Like, I'm going to watch this. They're going to tell me who shot Tupac. Yeah, the end. Yeah, nothing ever happens. And then there was this book that got completely overhyped, which really had a great premise, 
called Falling by T.J. Newman. And unfortunately, it may have burned my bridge with Don Winslow because I love Don. But Don sent me the book and said, hey, uh, which I called Coil. I was like, hey, did you get this book from Winslow? He's like, what? No. Oh, got to run. (laughs) (laughs) So so Don sends me this book. Yeah. And it's called Falling by T.J. Newman. And the premise of the book is um, you're a pilot of a cross-country flight. And you get a message as soon as you take off that... Um, oh, yeah. You told me this. Yeah, that they're going to crash the plane. Yeah. Or kill your family. You have to kill your family or crash the plane because there's somebody on board they want dead. You go, what an amazing story, right? You find out the book was written by a former stewardess who wrote it on red-eye flights. and Great. And you That's go, why I won't work in. Yeah. And you go, oh, this is really cool. And nothing against her, but they made this book out like it was going to be amazing and all this bullshit. It's the most cliche-filled book. Like, there's the one angry guy that doesn't really say anything on the plane, and everybody thinks he may be the bad guy. But guess what? At the end, he he steps up to help. And then the plane's getting ready. You know, it's making its final descent, and it's Game 7 of the World Series at Yankee Stadium. Oh, really? Just happens to be tonight with the Yankees and Dodgers playing. And it's just, it sucked. And so, I, I just, the book sucked. I'm yeah. sorry. So, I think they thought I was going to come on here and, and say it. And I didn't say anything. I mean, the book's been out a year and a half. I had it that long. It just, it sucked. Come on. What are you doing here? What'd she do? Um, they end, Oh, and then the co-pilot ends up. Being um, the bad guy. Being the bad guy. So, then you got to worry about all that. And then, uh, and then there's like. You know, all the flight attendants are all, you know, the the loud kind of sassy black lady. Very original. <laughs> Flamboyant gay guy. Whoa, what? Like, you're just like, fuck. What are you doing here? Why am I still reading this shit? I read it through to the it end. Was it written as flamboyant black girl? No. You're mixing characters. Okay. It was the sassy kind of loud. Okay. Like, yeah. Black lady. When they make it into a movie, would have been Nell Carter. Nell Carter. Who was the lady that was on Night Court? Marsha Warfield. Sherry Shepard. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Tiffany Haddish. We get it. Tiffany Haddish. Okay. And then the flamboyant gay guy, Billy Eichner. (laughs) Right? (laughs) He's just like, this book sucks. You know, it just sucks. And then the angry co-pilot. I don't know. Who's going to be the angry co-pilot? Andy Dick. Fred Grandy. Yeah. But I haven't got any books from Don since. Oh, my God. You know who's a big fan of of The Life and The Life Back? Who's that? You weren't there. Eric. From last night. Laura Kane's Eric. Yeah. He was was so pumped up that you and I knew Lisa Ann. Did he get the book? I think he did. He knew the. He said it to me. He, he said to me. I was going to send her a text and go. You won't believe it. Huge fan in San Diego. Was super excited by it. Uh, I sent her a message the other day about. I said had a friend yeah. reach out the other day and uh, and it was a friend that Lisa knew and and we talked a lot about yeah. Lisa and who she is and and I just reached out and said hey just wanted to let you know uh, the impact you made so it was cool. Very cool. All right, last one on here. Is there a personality trait that you just can't understand? Oh, I like that. I like that. 
Yeah, people that are just intentionally go out of their way to be rude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just people that try to belittle people. Um, I, th- I think you're talking about yourself. You no, called, I you am. You called somebody a beady-eyed little fuck last week. Oh, I it, did. Who was it? I don't know. And you took two shots at someone today. <laughs> Pretty good in today's show. Well, they have it coming. Dave, you know I was up all night. Barely. Oh wait, sorry. Um, no, I, I. People that know what they're doing, the actions that they're doing are wrong, and they continue to do it because it's lack of self confidence or whatever, and it's usually caused by petty jealousy. And uh, yeah, fucking hate those people, especially when they do things. That impact those that don't won't necessarily fight back. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, I'll tell you what. The one that drives me nuts, my dad used to do it all the time. It's people who are negative all the time. Well, My dad right used too. to wake up every day thinking something bad's going to happen. And if and if yeah. something good happens, it's a pleasant surprise. I completely look at things the opposite. Everything is about good is about to happen. Yeah. I never look at things negative. But, man, my dad's not the only one that does it. People do it all the time. And I have no time to be around people that are negative all the time. Where's he out? It's uh, exhausting. Leads into, well, just a quick note. You guys know what my friend Erica Lee meant to me. She was incredible, and I was thinking about her today because it's her birthday tomorrow. And Dave, one of the hardest things, and I, I guarantee you go through this with Jake, one of the hardest things that you go through when you lose somebody really close is there's no new pictures. Yeah, the Pictures are the just the same, and they cycle through, and it's a constant reminder that the person that made the biggest impact or one of the biggest impacts you don't have new ones from birthdays or dinners or games. It's just the same six or seven that are in your phone and, and rotate yep. through. And that is incredibly difficult. But I talk about her a lot. And, and the thing that I think a lot of you would have loved about her is uh, in the game of life, she made you believe that you were Michael Jordan. And the reason was because she believed you were Michael Jordan. And I don't know many people that do that. And that was who she was as a person. And when she came into my life and and things were not really great, man, it was just every day a reminder to get up and get after it. And Dave, you said it earlier, to laugh out loud, to feel loved, to feel secured. And one of my favorite stories about her, she was a huge believer. She would have been a huge part of Jake's projects because she was very committed to kids and sports women in sports and those kind of things. Dave, you know it. She had one of the fastest minds of anybody Crazy. I've ever met in my life. And uh, so she she wanted to know more about the NHL. She wanted to know what was going on. And so I had said to her, the NHL this year, I don't know if people know, there are six female assistant GMs as we start the new sure. NHL season. It's pretty cool. And they have a lot of people... Um, in positions of power in the league that is pretty exciting too. But they were doing a conference at the Hockey Hall of Fame and it was about women in the game. And they had women from the league, they had women from training staffs, announcers, a bunch of different things. And it was this forum that was taking place at the hall. And Erica was always looking for networking. And I said, hey, this might be something that we should keep on the radar. Oh, have you told them you'll MC the event? And I said, no. Well, why not? And I said, well, it's, this is not, you know, handing out trophies at Hamul soccer, right? Like, yep. hey, let's meet the, the Mustangs. 
Timmy had two goals in 70 games. I go, no. Well, why? And I said, because it doesn't work that way. You don't just call the NHL and say, hey, it's Jeff in San Diego, and I know you have a women in sports, so why not have a white male uh, MC this thing? I go, you don't just call, right? Well, I don't know. They might want to hear from you. And it was the funniest call, and we just laughed and laughed and laughed. But those were the kind of things... And why that makes me laugh is it's because the absolute belief she had that I was ready to emcee that event. She believed it. And, and so on those days. So for her tomorrow, we miss her a lot around here. We love her a lot. Happy birthday to our uh, hey, little, you say little friend. Hey, her little friend over there. Hey, you know how it's a great way to celebrate your birthday? By scooting your little chicken ass in. <laughs> Get Dave and I a couple of cold beers. Signed, Kevin and La Mesa. That's not from me. <laughs> Dave, you didn't even get her a cake or anything the other day. I didn't know it was her birthday coming up. I'm sorry I missed it. Uh, Jesus. I offered him a beer. I said, go ahead, grab whatever you want. Well, are you going to do anything for her fun tomorrow? You gonna I'll buy, buy her a beer. I'll buy her a beer. If I see her at the game tomorrow, oh, I'll buy her a beer. Oh, and drinking and driving? <laughs> Will I get arrested for buying alcohol for a minor? <laughs> yeah, you buy can't her. buy alcohol for a nine-year-old. Buy her. But for our two favorite Erica's, happy birthday to both of them. Absolutely. All right, we'll be back. Are we coming back on Sunday? Yeah, we'll be back Sunday night. All right, good deal. All right, everybody. Sneaky backstreet door, I laugh so hard I can't 